0: Hello, good morning. Welcome to another time of KHC video devotional for the 6th of November. And the topic we are looking at this morning is how David and Bathsheba can help you. Isn't that interesting? Now let's get into the devotional for today and get blessed. Sophia writes, in 1st Thessalonians 4, 3 message translation, the Bible said God wants you to live a pure life. Keep yourself from sexual promiscuity. It is good for us to realize that sexual pressures are real, and until you understand how to avoid their traps, you might be a victim. Some people live in denial, and some others simply have assumptions about the traps of sexual pressures. I believe the best way to handle or avoid this dilemma is to be proactive. You have a boss, secretary, colleague, or neighbor who is taking interest in you. There is the story of David who faced sexual pressure by being at the right place at the wrong time. You see, men are moved by sight and problem began as soon as he cited Bathsheba having a birth. Some people carelessly put themselves in sexual pressures by having someone of the opposite sex who they are not married to spending the night with them. Here are some practical ways to avoid sexual traps. Number one, understand your sexual boundaries. Sex is only meant to be between you and your spouse. Number two, set boundaries in friendship with members of the opposite sex. Number three, admit when you find yourself under intense sexual pressure. You can only correct what you confront. Number four, if you are not married, talk about the sexual pressure to a trusted friend. Of the same sex or a mentor of yours. Number five. If you are married, discuss with your spouse. Number six. If you are married, make sure you have a satisfied sexual life. Number seven. Don't take sexual advances from others lightly. Number eight. Keep your eye gate, ear gates, mouth gate in check. Don't enjoy or meditate on lustful thoughts. Number ten. Study God's word regularly and stay prayerful. Dunamis writes In the story of Bathsheba, there are a few parallels we can draw. 2 Samuel 11 12, being at the right place at the wrong time can trap you. Number 2. The devil can use natural occurrence of events to set traps. Number 3. When David sighted Bathsheba Bathsheba, he had a choice to get down from the roof immediately or to give in to the adulterous thoughts that swam in his head. Number four, he chose to listen to the devil and his flesh. The look became a lustful obsession. Number five, he forgot about God momentarily and started playing God. He used his royal authority inappropriately and summoned Bathsheba. Number six, he committed adultery and he thought it would end there. But alas, it was the beginning of what would culminate into generational happenstances, and that is the way it is. That fornication or adulterous fling is the beginning of heartaches and unending drama that will end in regrets. Number seven: the seed of adultery soon brought a harvest, a pregnancy. Number eight: David was not repented at this stage. This is because a deliberate sexual sin is also legally allowing all the demonic influences to legally come into operation. In the case of David, a religious spirit came along because he was still probably worshipping God. A deceptive and lying spirit came along because he decided to lie to Uriah. It's the same reason we have so many habitual fornicators and adulterers, not only in the pew, but in the choir and the pulpit. Religious spirits and lying spirits in operation. Time to repent. You cannot combine these and make heaven. The word of knowledge you think you are giving is no longer the spirit of God. It is familiar spirit. Number 9. David eventually committed murder. Uriah was sent back to the battlefront with his death warrant in his hands. His absolute loyalty killed him. Maybe his life would have been saved if he put his family above serving. And that is another message entirely. But he refused to see his wife or go home in the brief period he was in the palace. Even in a state of drunkenness. David proceeded with plans for his extermination. Number 10. David killed him and took Bathsheba in. All this while, the man after God's heart was lost in the lost. Consumed and deceived that it would be okay. It wouldn't be okay because God is not mocked. Number 11. God sent prophet Nathan. And with the parable, David was living with the subject, not knowing it was him. Number 12, David repented after confrontation, but the harm was done. You could see that in Psalm 51. Number 13, his repentance was genuine. God's forgiveness was complete, but the action brought about some consequences still. Number 14, the adulterous affair brought a son, but that son died. David fasted and prayed, but nothing happened. He learned his lesson. Another son came later, Solomon, who later became a king. An evidence of God's forgiveness and sovereignty. Number 15. The action brought some other issues into his family. A few examples. Absalom slept with all his father's concubines at the time on the roof of the palace where all Israel were watching. Amnon slept with Tamar. Absalom took revenge on Tamar and killed Amnon a few years later. At another time, Absalom chased David off the throne and took over, and so many others. Number 16, is there a lesson there? A simple wrong response to a look at a woman who was not his wife unleashed so many havoc affecting generations down the line. It was to be a quick fling, but it became a lasting dent. Before you give in to that pressure, think about it. Before you throw decorum to the winds, think about it. And if you find yourself already compromised, be smart like David and your soul will still be saved. Go to God in repentance and cry for help. No, you are not too far gone. The blood of Jesus will still cleanse you. Meditation for the day. Galatians 5.16, Amplified Version. But I say, walk and live habitually in the Holy Spirit, responsive to and controlled and guided by the Spirit. Then you will certainly not gratify the cravings and desires of the flesh of human nature without God. Prayer for the day number one. My Father, give me wisdom and understanding to discern sexual traps and avoid them. Prayer number two. I come against every plan of the devil over my relationship. Prayer number three Lord, deliver me from every Delilah out there. Confession for the day I am wise. I flee all appearances of evil. I avoid all sexual traps. I will not compromise. I will not give in to the dictates of the devil. I'm a new creature. I do not go back to my vomit. I watch what I see and what is seen. I am sincere with myself. I do not look lustfully on another person's spouse. I am focused on my God-given partner. Action plan for the day. Study Galatians chapter 5 and verse 16. We'd like you to partner with us in Cases and Us Club. Uh, to do so, kindly use the banking information you see on the screen. And for international gifts please navigate to the URL you see on the screen at casesandus.com. God bless you as you do so. This devotional is taken from our books for single of Mary. and these books are available on Amazon and on Cada Books. In order to access the books, kindly navigate to the URL you see on the screen at slash books If you live in the city of Ibadan, we'd like you to watch you with us at Shouts of Grace Centre. It's at Joker Plaza beside Trans Amusement Park, Bodija Ui Road. In the city of Ibada. On Sundays, we have two services by 7.30 and 9 o'clock and by Wednesdays, 6 p.m. It will be our pleasure to have you. Kindly follow us on KC's and Us Club at KC'sandUs.com. You have a lot of resources for your soul. Good morning, welcome to another time of KFC video devotional for the 6th of November and this is for married couples. The topic we are looking at is how to apply the principles of cooking in marriage, part 4. Number 6, the principle of too many cooks spoiling the soup. Here we learn that when there are too many hands cooking, there is bound to be a mistake. One or two people can assist with the preparing of the ingredients or doing one thing or the other. But when it comes to the actual cooking, one person has to be the chief chef. One person has to be in charge of the cooking. Also in marriage, it is not a joint venture. It is not a partnership where you call your family members, your boss, girlfriends, club members, and so on. Yes, you may need the advice of one or two people, but essentially... You are the one taking the final decision. A car has one driver. Let your marriage not be driven by several people. Too many voices speaking in your marriage will cause confusion at the end of the day. Number seven, the principle of all ingredients in right quantity. Part of your cooking skill, apart from knowing the recipe, is knowing how to put all the ingredients together just in the right quantity and portion. This is very important. The ingredients in too little or too much quantity will definitely affect the taste of the food. In marriage, balance has to be maintained. The Bible talks about the fact that there is time for everything. A time to plant, a time to laugh, and a time to refrain from laughing. For love and marriage to be balanced, there must be balance in everything. Your love must be able to correct and rebuke. Sacrifice and endure. Number eight is the principle of enjoying the taste of a good food. There's always a joy, satisfaction, and fulfillment that comes from a well-prepared tasty food. After all your labor, you serve the food and everybody enjoys the meal. One of the most unpleasant feelings to have is when one little thing goes wrong and affects the meal, making all your efforts a wasted one. This will not be our experience in life in Jesus' name. The main purpose or outcome in life and marriage is that our marriage turns out great, beautiful, and wonderful. There is a joy and fulfillment that comes with the eventual outcome of our marriage. There's always reward after every labor. So far, the labor is in the right direction. Meditation for the day: Psalm 84, verse 11. For the Lord God is the sun and the shield. The Lord will give grace and glory, and no good thing will be told from them that walk uprightly. Prayer for the day number one, I nullify every plan of the enemy to cause my efforts to be wasted in my marriage in the name of Jesus. Prayer number two, Lord, remove all negative influences from my marriage and teach me your ways in Jesus' name. Prayer number three, pray for your spouse. Take some time and pray this prayer. Confession for the day. Say these words after me. I learn and apply godly wisdom and principles to my marriage. I will not allow confusion into my marriage in the name of Jesus. We receive God's wisdom. Our house is built by wisdom and is established by understanding. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Nothing will steal God's joy from my marriage. Action plan for the day. Learn and improve on skills that will make your marriage better. I'd like you to partner with us in KC's and O's Club uh, to do so kindly use the banking information you see on the screen. And for international gifts, please navigate to the URL you see on the screen at com slash gift. God bless you as you do so. This devotional is taken from our books for single marriage. And these books are available on Amazon and on Kata Books. In order to access the books, kindly navigate to the URL you see on the screen at piecesandoffs.com slash books. If you live in the city of Ibada, we'd like you to watch you with us at Shouts of Grace Center. It's at Joker Plaza, beside Amusement Park, Portage UI Road in the city of Ibada. On Sundays, we have two services by 7.30 and 9 o'clock and by Wednesdays, 6 p.m. It will be our pleasure to have them. Kindly follow us on KCSNS Club at KCSNS.com. You'll have a lot of resources for your soul.
1: You're welcome to another time of KHC video devotional for kiddies. And I'm reading a devotional titled How to Ensure My Children Fear the Lord. And this is the 6th of November. I am Lee Sophia Okunowo. In the book of First Samuel, World, chapter 12 and verse 24, the NET translation, the Bible says... However, fear the Lord and serve him faithfully with all your heart. Just look at the great things he has done for you. Here we are encouraged to fear and serve the Lord with the whole of our heart. An easy way to do this is by looking at what God has done in time past. We should encourage our children likewise, regardless of what they have done. Their mistakes cannot overshadow the good things God has done for them. They should therefore be encouraged to serve the Lord wholeheartedly and from a pure conscience. Now declare this over your children. My children love the Lord. They fear the Lord with all their hearts. They serve the Lord diligently. Now say this prayer over your children. O Lord, instill your fear into the hearts of my children in the name of
0: Jesus. Amen. We also like you to partner with us in cases and us club. Uh, to do so, kindly use the banking information you see on the screen. And for international givings, please navigate to the URL you see on the screen at slash give God bless you as you do so. This devotional is taken from our books for single and married, and these books are available on Amazon and on Akata Books. In order to access the books, kindly navigate to the URL you see on the screen at kissesandoffs.com books. If you live in the city of Ibada, we'd like you to watch you with us at Shouts of Grace Center. It's at Joker Plaza, beside Amusement Park, Bodija, UI Road, in the city of Ebado, On Sundays we have two services by seven thirty and nine o'clock and by Wednesdays, six pm. It will be our pleasure to have you. Kindly of follow us on Cases and Us Club at KCsNos.com. You have a lot of resources for your soul.